Travis. Hey. There's no music. There's no music. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, look, I got a new tusk. You like my tusk? Oh, that is cool. And my tusk, my, my uncle that just passed away, he carved that before he died. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Jim Miner representing Snacks. Snacks. Hey, um, Clint, we got a special guest. Right. And I'm not here for the whole podcast, people. So no, and you're not. Well, you're not here if for you the want whole more podcast. of Travis and less of me. This is your podcast. This is it. That's right. <laughs> uh listen, you know, we've been we've had a list of pie in the sky guys, you know, like right. like folks we like, man, if we could only get him, you know, or them, whatever. And and we've had, you know, different levels, but you know, the other day I just decided to shoot my shot and uh this person responded, said, Yeah, let's do it. I was like, heck yeah. And we asked him to be on our episode where we go through the schedule and make our predictions. None other than David freaking Basil. The Baz. The Baz. Basilhoff. What whatever. Man, great Arkansan. We're going. We're, I'll, I'll do a little intro later, but he, uh, man, a guy that's done so much for this state, done so much for the Razorbacks. Uh, he's one of those guys you feel like you know already, even though you don't really know him because you listened to him on the radio so long and seen him on TV and all that kind of stuff. But we just appreciate him coming on, man. He's he is a busy man. He was in the middle of lots of stuff going on. He's got Peyton Manning coming in next week for the touchdown club. Just had Laura Rutledge in this week. Um, he's doing his radio show. He's doing all his awards, you know, with all the different trophies he does and, you know, Bros Award and everything else, organizing all that good stuff. And yet he still took time out. To hang out with Big C and Bigger T. Although Big C kind of gets scolded. Did I got I got scolded? It was like <laughs> it, was, it was one of them like, man, it's a it's a chance to show the Baz what we got. This quality podcast that we have. And Baz lets me know how terrible I am at podcasting. <laughs> now he wasn't that mean, but it was. It, it was it was it was funny. I really was doing everything I can to make it work because when you get the Baz on, he says, "Look, I can carve you out thirty minutes right here. You figure out a way to make it work the best you can." And that's what I did. And apparently, my best wasn't very good, but we gave it a shot. <laughs> that's right, we gave it a shot. So enjoy, David Basil. Kick it, Sean Michelle. One, two, three, five. You've ever seen a lame man walk? Ever heard a dumb man talk? Never seen a blind man see? I promise you a pain is Never seen a canceled death? Ever seen all the poor get fed? Never seen a prisoner set free? I promise you a change is What's up, 
how you doing? How you doing? This is your boy, Bigger T, in the Big C and Bigger T podcast. Now, listen, normally I just, when we have special guests, I just pass by Clint and just get on to the guest. But Clint's actually joining us from Utah right now. He's out in Vegas. Right. On the, what? So, if we... Yeah, what the crap, Utah? It, it is uh, nothing. So, if we lose Clint, though, folks, we'll just keep rolling because he's falling off in some gorge in Utah, okay? Uh, but we have a special <laughs> guest tonight. This man came to Arkansas. It was 1980, I believe, right? 1979, 80? 80, 81. You were close. Oh, 81. 81, I was close. Uh, recruited by Lou Holtz to come and uh, play for the Razorbacks. He, uh, listen, folks, uh, Bo knows number 53. There you go. Bo Thanks, knows Pete. number 53 because Bo, uh, number 53 with his, uh, did, you you had a uh, neck roll, didn't you? I did. Neck rolls and yeah. mustaches back in that's, my ear. That's right. That's right. And, uh, but he, he let Joe, Bo Jackson know who he was back then in the Liberty Bowl. And so uh, not only that, he's a man of many talents, a uh, host of uh, Morning Mayhem on the 103.7 The Buzz, longtime radio guy, TV guy. Uh, he sells stuff on commercials all the time. He's uh, – look, he's created – look, I don't know if he's created the most trophies – Yes, I, I'm get, I guarantee he's created the heaviest trophies. I have the both, most pound and for, heaviest. Pound for pound, the biggest trophy maker yes. in the world, okay? Uh, David Basil, how you doing, man? Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, uh, great to be on with you, Travis. Uh, Clint, I don't know I, I how comfortable I feel. I, I think there's something you're doing that's violating driving laws in Utah by doing this podcast while driving. <laughs> I'm going to act like you're stopped and pulled over to the side of the road, and I don't see what's happening here, but hopefully you're safe and sound. But, uh, yeah, this is great to be on with you guys. Travis, you were in our clergy bowl on our morning show years ago. Appreciate you doing that, and I understand you guys have been doing this podcast for a couple of years, and uh, it's football time, man. It's busy, crazy time, and uh, glad to jump on with you boys. Well, and Baz is a busy man. He's got uh... – a public show and deal he's got to be at tonight. And then he's got to travel up to the my old hometown of Clinton, Arkansas, uh, to hang out at the uh, World Championship Chuck Wagon Race tomorrow morning for the show. So what we've asked him, what we've asked him to do is we're going to go over, as we have the last couple of years, we're going to go through the schedule and just make our predictions on how the Hogs are going to do game by game through the schedule. And then we'll see what we end up with as far as win-loss record that way. Okay, so we're going to go game by game. So, Western Carolina coming in this week. They moved the game time up to 12 o'clock, saying it's for weather purposes. I think it's so everybody can sleep in their own bed quicker. That's okay. That's We're fine with that. Uh, Baz, what do you think? Think yeah, they, they, can, they can play it at 12 o'clock at night. It doesn't matter. Uh, the line's 34 on this. Uh, as you know, uh, um, historically, the last 10 years, Arkansas has not played well at times against FCS teams. Uh, this is a team that, you know, had 500 yards in offense, I think, a game last year, but they were 6-5. and five. I, I think they, you know, if Sam Pittman doesn't take the foot off the gas, they should cover the line at 34 and win this game pretty easily. Uh, easy way to start 1-0. Well, what do you think? I 100% agree with that. And I do too, man. I just – I hope it's one of those games you go into it 
you have a good lead at halftime. You put your starters out for one series in the second half, and you rest them the rest of the way. Right. I hope that's the way you do it, but we'll see. The next week we have Kent State coming into town. Uh, don't really know a lot about them, uh, but know that it should be a game we're going to be favored in for sure. Baz, what do you think about Kent State? Yeah, the golden flashes will not flash much, uh, <laughs> much in uh, Fayetteville. That's uh, we move easily to two and zero with a lot of stats from KJ and those running backs. Okay, Clint. You know we we've had slip ups in the past when we went against the MAC team, but we well, don't come to mind. But I think this team's just fired a little bit different, and we get through them pretty easy. All right. Yeah, I think um, I like the way this schedule builds, and uh, I think I think we'll have a good showing against them. Also, uh, next is BYU. Last year, uh, we beat them, of course. 52-35 in their place. They're coming back here. I don't know if they're going to bring ice cream with them this time or not, give out to the fans, but or what the Hog fans, if we're going to give them some pork sandwiches or something, I don't know. But, uh, Baz, what do you think on that one? Yeah, I was uh, I was out there for that. That was an unbelievable setting for a football game. My first time to BYU, and they were super nice, all the fans were. And remember – that was where we heard Sam Pittman tell Barry Odom, it didn't matter if they, they rushed for 5,000 yards, you know, drop eight because we could not cover anybody and they were just gouging us. Mm -hmm. uh, and then KJ, that's when he, remember, he said, I work, I, I lift weights. You know, yeah, they took yeah. down and uh, won that game. That was a big game. I think we'd lost a few games in a row. Uh, and so that was important to get that win, put us on a little winning streak for a couple games. And, I think we'll win again. I, I I don't know how good they are this year, but I think we're we're better. We'll get the we'll move to three and zero with this one. Yeah, I think it's our first true test, uh, but at the same time, I think we're just a better football team. I think we're we've got a legit SEC two deep, and it's going to show. All right. Yeah. And once again, I I reiterate, I, I like the way this schedule builds right here. Okay, we're. I think we're playing a lesser opponent, a little bit better opponent. And here, this one's going to be a test uh, for the reasons you said, Baz, same reasons they were last year uh, with our past defense. But I like our defensive ends getting to them. And so I think uh, I, I got us for a win on that one too. But then <laughs> here's where it starts, folks. This is when it gets uh, starts getting kind of scary. We uh, go to LSU. It's the next game, right after BYU. Baz, how are you feeling about LSU? Well, obviously, you know that uh, I've got a, a strong tie to this thing because of the, the trophy and, and um, you know, for I guess this will be the 29th year we play for, 28, 27, something like that. Here, here's the thing I don't like. I, uh, LSU will have already played two really tough games Florida State top ten team, Mississippi State conference game. Uh, we, for us, it'll be the first time that we face an elite team. I think that will be difficult for us to to deal with that for the first time. Dealing down there, uh, I don't think we get the win. I think LSU gets that win. Okay, Clint. If the game if the game during the day is strange, I would I would predict LSU. Is it not? We've seemed to have success in Baton Rouge. Mine, so you. 
But that being said, they do have the quarterback situation figured out at LSU. So I'm going to give LSU the nod. I don't want to, but I predicted them undefeated last year and blew up on them. So I'm going to pick LSU. Well, sadly, we're going to go three for three on this one because I – Look, I, I never want to pick LSU ever, ever, ever. I don't, I don't, I don't pick them if they're playing Toledo. But I think LSU is going to win the West this year. I, th- I think, I think they're going to, I think they're going to have a really good team this year. I'm, I'm, and they, they make me nervous. So um, I got, a, I got us for a loss also. Then we're going to head to Arlington and play Texas A&M. Neutral site game. How many more of these we have, Baz, of the neutral site? This, I, I wouldn't be surprised if this was the last one. So, you know, which is fine. I think we've sort of played this thing out. Time to move on. I've just got a, Texas and, and um, Oklahoma coming into the conference. I, I still think we might try to play a game in Texas or in Dallas, but I think this will be it. I think we'll go to home and home with um, uh, with these guys and, and give those players a chance to experience the college station and – the Aggies a chance to see what it's like to play in Fayetteville. So, and I'm listen. We have been snake bit with this game. It's horrible. I'm not sure which is worse, which I hate worse. Uh, leaving the stadium at Jerry's World for year after year after year after year, except for one, with a loss that we've somehow figured out a way to lose, uh, or Missouri, which again, which we never have won in Missouri, even that place. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, I, you know, I'd like to lean towards uh, Arkansas in this game. I, I think, you know, Texas A&M still doesn't have – they don't know who their main quarterback is, but the, the big – obviously the big factor is Bobby Petrino there. Um, just because I'm talking to you guys, I'm going to say we figured out a way to get the win uh, with a healthy KJ, and that's a huge step for us to get a win against A&M. Yeah. I, I think a lot of it depends on how the, the marriage between Petrino and Jimbo is going. If it goes like I think it's going to go, I think it's going to be an easy win for Arkansas. Um, I want to pick Arkansas, but I can see it going the other way. It's like Bass says, they don't have the quarterback situation figured out. And Jimbo's at play calling duties taken away from him. He didn't willingly give them. Yeah. So I, I think that could be a rocky, rocky road right there for them too. I'm, I'm going with Arkansas for the same reason Clint just said. I, I'm betting on the fact that Jimbo and Petrino were not going to be a marriage made in heaven. If they were to somehow put those egos aside and make it work, it can be a very scary thing with the athletes that A&M can pull in. I mean, I mean, they've, they've always had great athletes. They just couldn't do anything on the field with them. And so I, I'm, I think that there's going to be headbutting when it comes to that, and I don't. And I think it's early enough in the season. If they figure it out, I think it's going to be later in the season before they figure it out. So I'm going to go with Arkansas. Plus, the players you hear them talking, they hurt from that loss last year the way they lost it, and I think they want that game bad. All right, next is Ole Miss, Lane Kiffin, and once again, this this is in a whole. You know, LSU started Arkansas being away. So we got LSU, AM, now Ole Miss, and gonna be Alabama the next week, all the way. Okay, so that that part of the schedule is a gauntlet. 
So, Baz, what do you think? Well, let's, let's, just let me let me stop here. You know, I'm, I'm Clint. I hate to be. I don't know. I'm I'm trying to figure out predict these scores, but you know, because I do radio every day. Are you listening to music while we're doing this podcast? Do I hear like the radio on? Uh, my wife's driving, so you probably do. You probably do hear it. Uh, oh my gosh! Even your wife doesn't care about what we're talking about. If that doesn't tell you. Where we are. <laughs> I was about to say, are we listening to a you, you made that joke then and turned it down, but yeah. I was about to say, we're trying to talk. I think we're having to talk over somebody playing the radio. So anyway, I just That's right. to bring that up. I was making sure I wasn't. I'm looking around in my house and I said, is my radio on? Um, uh, listen, if she wants to listen to that, that way she didn't have to listen to us. That's fine. Um, I'm picking uh, I'm picking on missing this one. I don't want to. I know we got a chance to win. They are a high-powered offense. I think it's going to be like it was a few years ago where it's 100 to 98, you know, and, and we have a chance to win it, but it would just, they have so much firepower. It's going to be a fun game to watch, but I think the edge is barely. Okay. Clint, what do you think? If that Ole Miss, there's going to be a lot of points scored. I'm going to go with Ole Miss begrudgingly, but I think it's going to be a shootout. Um, I'm going to say we're going to, um, we're going to ride the momentum off the A&M win, and we're going to win this one. Great. Uh, I have in this gauntlet, I have us losing two, and this ain't one of the two. So, I'm going to say a win. Plus, I like to see Lane Kiffin sad. So, um, <laughs> I'm hoping for that. Next comes Alabama. Alabama may not be the Alabama the last couple of years. They're not quite settled. You know, We don't know where they're at at quarterback. They've lost some other players. Are they as strong as they're going to still be Alabama? They still got those five stars. They they stack up every year, okay? But uh, Alabama at Alabama, fourth road game in a row for the Hogs. Baz, what do you think? Yeah, what? How many years they've beaten us now? Fifteen years in a row. Yeah, so, so. I was, yeah. I don't even. Yeah, although we played them a couple times, tough. It just it's tough to win at that stadium. Uh, you know, they're a, an excellent football team. And I think they uh trying to think they I think they the week before will have played at AM. So we catch them at a good time. Now they they might lose. That happened, you know, a couple of years ago when they went to college station and lost. So you could catch them maybe after a loss at AM, you know, never told no telling how well they can play. They got athletes, they just you know, uh at AM, but uh Alabama will come back uh, and they know whichever whether they win that game or lose it. Uh, they know they got they got to beat us, and so as much as I'd like to see KJ get his first win against Bama, I just don't see us beating him down there. Uh, looks like we lost Clint, but um, I got to tell you, I think uh, Travis. I think I think we're losing it. Okay, you gonna be? I was about to say, holy cow! Oh no, no, no! no right. I th- I think, and I and and I'll be honest with you, even if Alabama's not that good, I think it it could be an ugly one. Because yeah. I think the road gauntlet that they're in at that time, I, I think they're going to put so much energy into those other games yeah. before that. Yeah. Because I think those games, I think the AM game, whether we win or lose, is going to be close. Yeah. I think uh, Ole Miss is going to be close. Yeah. Like you said, it may be a ton of points scored. They're going to put a lot of effort into that, and it's going to be on the road. And then this game, I'm, to be honest with you, I, I I don't even want to look at it. <laughs> it's just it's just a scary one to me with the yes. with the schedule the way it's laid out. 
and just Bama having the athletes they do. Um, yes, that's that's a no so, fun. Uh, that's not a, that that may not be a fun game, but you never know. We may go play them well. You don't know. That oh, oh no, you never know. I mean, like you said, and and then, uh, and Sam could get them, you know, get them fired up and ready to go. And if you can't get fired up for Bama, who can you get fired up for? Right, really? So, exactly. uh, Mississippi State is next. This one's back at home in Fayetteville. Uh, Mississippi State's coming in. Of course, you know new coach uh after after losing leach and and um do they still have will rogers he's still there isn't he yeah they they, like, they obviously excellent quarterback and um yeah it'll be interesting of course you know they will have won they will have beat western michigan two weeks before they play us then they get uh that week off before they play us so they'll have a couple weeks to prepare which sometimes can help you sometimes can't mm-hmm. uh but this is a game, of course, we always pick us, and they always, you know, oftentimes Mississippi State ends up finding a way to win. But uh, I like us picking up a win. After being on the road for four straight weeks, we go home and we get the win there. I agree with you totally. Um, I think we, you know, like I said, back home, friendly confines, people are cheering for us again. I think just the energy of the fans helps us, helps us pull that one out. Uh, then we have a bye week, which is, I think at that time is going to be huge. And then we follow that up um, with Florida. Uh, at Florida, I believe. Yeah, this at, at, at Gainesville. So uh, what do you think about the Gators? I, I think that this is not a great Gator Gator team, Travis, but I think, you know, it's, it's tough. Again, another a very tough environment. We've never won down there. I think it'll be a competitive game. Uh, I, I think they'll do just enough to win. I think the home field advantage gives them a little bit of a chance to win. I think by by that point, I think they will know a little bit more about who they are. And, um, you know, like I said, I you know, again, I'd like to think that maybe we got a chance finally to beat them down there. If you're ever going to beat them, you know, this is the yeah. year to beat them. I mean, th- I mean, this is the year to beat those guys because th- th- that's not a typical Florida Gator team. And uh, so, and, and plus you think about it, they will have played Georgia the week before. So they, they may be a little flat. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, but I think we lose in a close game um, regardless because it's down there. Okay. Um, this is one I, I could go either way on. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to agree with you on that. I, th- I think, you know, I mean, Florida's always going to have athletes. We don't, we don't really know, you know, I, I, I don't really know exactly what they have as far as replacing Richardson uh, and some of the others. I haven't kind of kept up with that, but um, playing at the swamp. Uh, I like that it's after a bye week, but, uh, still, I'm going to say a loss on that one also. Right. And then we go back home and we play Hugh Freeze and Auburn comes into town. Yeah, I, um, uh, you know, that's a game that, again, a lot of folks think that Auburn's going to be, you know, you know, much, a much better team, which I'm, I'm sure they will be. Uh, Hugh Freeze is a good coach. They, they've got talent. Uh, I think it'll be a good game. I think the fact that it's at Fayetteville gives us a chance. There have been a lot of historic games up there that have been back and forth and come come down the wire. I think if everybody's healthy for Arkansas, we get a win in a in a close game there. 
a really big win if they can somehow pick that one off uh, in Fayetteville. Yeah, I you know Hugh Freeze makes me nervous because he he's a good play yeah. caller and a good. I mean, well, look Liberty last year. Yep, um, year right. yeah. But however, I agree with you. I think it being the first year, players getting used to him, him getting used to them, new system. Uh, I'm going to say we get the win on that one also back at home. And I like this game at the toward the end of the season. FIU comes in at home. Uh, this is a very uh, Alabama move, you know, having having a softer. If I don't know, I mean, I'm not gonna. I don't know exactly how FIU is, but you know, a softer opponent, you know, right before they play a, you know, uh, usually the the big Auburn game at the end of the year. So, uh, FIU coming into Fayetteville. What do you think about that one? Yeah, you got a chance uh, to to know you've got Missouri up next, and and you can win those last two games. So if you're fighting for a bowl bid, if you're you know at six wins, you're at five wins, whatever, you know that that should be a W. Although we we saw it wasn't against Liberty last year, disastrous yeah. loss against them. weren't prepared to play, and they beat our butts. Um, but and I think FIU FIU has some some good talent down there. But we we'll, we should win that game, and then you know that sets us up to. You know, depending on you know how you're doing the counting there, you're either going to be at six wins, seven wins, or a chance to win your eighth win there against Missouri at home, depending on how the rest of the season goes. So it's the only place we can beat Missouri. I think we've only beat them there once, you know, I think. And since we started this, you know, I think we're, you know, one in seven against them. I think the last eight times we've played has been horrible. Maybe two. I take that back. I think we've had two wins against them in Fayetteville. So I definitely think we get the win there. We really need to get, you know, to finish on a good note there. Yeah. Well, and I, and I pick FIU, I pick us to beat FIU also. I think um, I like the fact, like I said, later in the season, we have a team that if you need to get your team right, you can get them right. If you need to sit some people uh, that are, that are a little bummed up, you know, that are, you know, hurting a little bit, you know, you can do that against them. Right. Um, And still have a good chance, whether, you know, still turn out like you said like a liberty and then now you finish up with mizzou coming in the borderline rivalry another trophy game one that you know we're as arkansas fans we don't want to say that they're a rival but folks they're a rival they keep kicking our tails yeah well, well you know what they're not a rival because we can't beat them i mean that's I, right, that's that's rival. right. we're the embarrassment out of that it is ridiculous yeah. you know i, I know Listen, my our, our, my on-air partner Justin Moore, you know, hates Missouri. I hate him too, but I hate him because they they we can't beat them. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. I know we you know a lot of people don't respect them, but they just laugh at us and say you don't you know you don't have to respect us, but we're beating you every year you come to yeah. Columbia for a decade, and I've only beaten them twice in Fayetteville. So, uh, really be nice to finish the season. You never want to lose that last one at home. So, and I and I think we're good enough. KJ, that's will be the last home game for KJ. I think he gets the win there. Don't you think the way we look at them is sort of the same way LSU looked at us? Sure. Yeah. Back in the day, yeah, you know, sure. you kind of like, you know, they're not good enough to be our rival, Yeah. but we kept showing up and kicking their tail. At, we did. We did. And of course, I, yeah. I think there was even Travis, a better respect for LSU towards us for those years, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. although we weren't, you know, and listen, and those programs were similar us and LSU until Saban got there. Saban changed it before that. We were about at the same historical levels, winning national championship, all those things. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but yeah, it's listen, I, that, that, again, as I told earlier, I'm not sure which makes me more nauseous, 
the continual losing to AM or the continual losing to Missouri, both yeah. of them, you know, to yeah. lose. Well, I think we'll win that one. And I think part of it is the flow of the schedule. Once again, I think last year taught me something. The way the schedule was laid out was difficult for any coach to keep, you know, it, it was just, it was a tough schedule. And this one, I think, is front end tough. But I think the back end builds up to where we can end on a pretty good hot streak there. And yeah. um, and so I think I think that I think it sets up for that Missouri game to be a game to where our guys can be those that are bummed up pretty good. You know, the you know, the, like in the past, the bumper pools, the Grant Morgans that were dragging their arms out there and stuff like that, you know, they can get out there and and be ready to play in the in these type of games because there's gonna be some games where they can maybe get right, you know, uh yeah. and get some breaks there. All right, so that leaves us with your prediction with one, two, three, four, eight and four. Five, six, seven, eight and four. And my take that right now. Where are you at? <laughs> well, I'm nine and three, man. I take that right now. I take I take both of them right now, to be honest with you. I yeah. take it right now, man. That would be a that'd be a good hog year. And uh you know, it's especially with this once again with this schedule. Um, you know, it's uh it it's a it's not an easy one, especially like I said, on that front end for sure. Well, Baz, man, we appreciate you coming on. I know you got big things going with the touchdown club. Oh man, you need to come. You know, uh, Peyton Manning sold out in less than five hours, thirteen hundred tickets just like that. So, been another great. Sam Pittman was great to start it off. Laura Rutledge last week. Then you got, you know, Peyton Manning, Tony Dorsett, Hunter Urechek, Peyton Hillis, uh, Jim McMahon. So, just a great year. I appreciate you saying that. You love to have you guys uh, come to a meeting sometime. I will say this: I want to apologize if I've caused a fight between Clint and his wife. So. Uh, <laughs> So don't worry. Don't worry. He goes, get off that stupid podcast. I want to listen to radio. <laughs> what Bowser said, but I knew I could uh, hear music. I'm looking yeah, yeah. I mean, we're trying to do a podcast here. So no, he deserves it. He the, deserves it. He deserves it. I was fight in that marriage. It's all my fault. <laughs> no, 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 man. It, it worked out. It, it's all good. And uh, seriously, folks, if you're not, if you can't make the touchdown club, which I live in South Arkansas and work during the day. So I can't, I uh, can't make it up there, but, uh, it's on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, it's, YouTube, it's, Facebook. And I, and I always, always check it out on YouTube, uh, on a uh, Monday afternoons, you know, to kind of, after it's, you know, said and done and, uh, you do a great job interviewing them. I love the interview style. I think you were very wise to go to that a few years ago. I know you've talked about that before. Um, I think that to me, that's a lot better because when you said why, uh, yeah. Cover a lot more ground, and there's no pressure. And most of those guys and and women don't want to give speeches. It just uh, and listen, this this will be the biggest challenge probably I've ever had because Peyton Manning. I mean, there's so many different directions you can go with him. Just oh, yeah. like Terry Bradshaw, there's just yeah. um, so it'll be really interesting. And um, listen, for us to have those kind of names coming in, it talks about Jeez. the sponsorships we have and, and the passion for Razorback fans and yeah. really fans of all the the teams. You know, we've got a lot of ASU fans there in that club. We got. UCA fans and Washington. I mean, it's a, it's the touchdown club for all, you know, high school and college promotion of football. So yeah. we've had a great time. And, but again, yeah, the invitation is always there. If you want to 
you and Clint want to come in. Oh yeah, for sure. And, uh, appreciate you on the radio, man. Once again, I was on the, on the, uh, clergy boat a few years ago. I always tell my, I've had two friends win it since then. Okay. But they got less or they got more wrong than I did. You, 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 and I, and I finished third. Like I only missed eight <laughs> questions and finished third. Yeah. You, you, you had a very competitive, who were the ones that you know that won? Uh, well, it came down between Robert and, uh, Robert, um, Branscombe? no, um, oh, sorry. Robert Branscombe won and Michael really cool. McDaniel. Oh yeah. I know Mike, obviously Michael's great. Yeah. Michael's got the touchdown club. Michael yeah. won in, um, 2018 yeah, yeah that was that was good competition but they, they won it with like missing like 12 14 questions and i missed i only missed eight of all the questions you asked yeah i, I guess but, Cossie, yeah, it was pretty good Cossie and another guy uh tied with six and y'all had to go to a tiebreaker you and, represented well that was i remember yeah, that it was that fun. really close competition so well done good yeah, job. it was it was a lot of fun man i'll tell you i was a. Uh, you know, it was cool to meet you guys, meet you and Roger, but I was a huge Tommy Smith fan. Oh, yeah. yeah I grew up on on Tommy, and so, man, I was kind of nervous meeting him. Yeah. I, and I don't get nervous meeting people very often, but but uh, Tommy's I was, a, Tommy's I was a legend. Excited. We, we, we yeah. miss him. He, he's, uh, he's one of a kind. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, well, Baz, thank you so much once again. Um, we uh, appreciate you coming on and being a part of this uh, this. Uh, professional show we have here <laughs> with Clint out in utah listening to music i don't know what's going on <laughs> listen this know. is the first time i've ever done i'm looking at him travis and i see he's got the ear pads yeah. i'm like i said who's playing the music don't they realize he's trying to do a podcast <laughs> yeah <laughs> well you didn't say a word you just kept doing it and <laughs> i thought no, wait a minute now we gotta get somebody's attention to turn that darn radio down so well so, man we when you told me you'd come do it man we were just trying to get it done well i know, you know I, he was gonna be yeah, on the road and, i appreciate and, uh, i listen, so, I appreciate you getting me in uh because i have to do that yeah. buzz event tonight but i appreciate yeah. it and, uh, uh, god bless you keep yeah. up the support of the razorbacks and hopefully we'll have a lot of good things to talk about yeah for sure All right. Well, folks, here we are. Uh, we're Bazless. Bazless. We had Baz. We appreciate him stopping by and doing 30 minutes with us. Um, tell you, Clint, he's such a busy man. Dude. Yeah. And like he was like, I was afraid he wasn't going to be able to carve that out. Like, you know, I mean, he, but so thankful he did. And, uh, so impressed that he did because he, like I said, like he was <clears throat> literally like after he left us, uh, well, you left a little early. We'll talk about I that in a minute. Yeah, I left a little bit early. After he left us, he went to Boudreaux's for a trivia night. Then they drove to Clinton and then they got to be on the radio early in the morning. And he was, they were set up at a, uh, the next morning up in Clinton. So, for the chuck wagon races, national championship chuck wagon races. That's in my old uh, stomping grounds up there. <clears throat> I remember when those started, Clint. Oh, yeah. I remember when those started. My dad was helped out with them. And uh, anyway, so Clint was on with us as we picked through the. This was our big show where we picked through our the schedule. 
And y'all just heard that. You just saw that. You saw mine and Basil's picks. You saw some of Clint's picks. You did. I texted Travis the rest of my picks, but he was so focused on Baz, he didn't even pay attention to my text. Well, I was on location live in Utah yesterday. I was trying it from the back of the car. Like, I was having the hardest time getting logged in because then to, like, connect to the audio, I had to make a phone call. And then it hooked up to the Bluetooth. And then apparently my earbuds were picking up the radio on the background. Baz like, what do you got the radio on? Like, so it's like, yeah. like I did, I did my darndest to try to make it happen from the road and we did our best, but man, I tell you what, there's some parts of Utah that don't have the best cell reception in the world. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. I was worried so bad about the signal. I wasn't even paying attention to the music. Yeah. And then he brought that up and I was like, oh, wow. And, uh, Anyway, that was funny stuff. So yeah, I was just I was really hoping I could get through it with him uh before we just lost. And then it was like, ah crap. But so as you saw with me and Baz, Baz said eight and four. Take that. That's a good season. I said nine and three. Clint also, once we got his picks, texted in. Clint also said nine and three. Right. Uh, Clint had uh, Baz and I both had us losing to Florida. Our last game we lose, um, which is interesting. We both have us losing that game after the bye week, which honestly that may be better. That may be the best time to play them. I don't yeah, know. I can't pick them to win at Alabama. I just it is. No. Here's the thing. And last year had. Had Chris Poopal been in and and on that one play, and I've talked about before, instead of Bumper Pool, they might win that game because I think Chris Poopal makes that tackle and Bumper Pool was playing so hurt. Um, yeah. He wasn't himself. I mean, he was doing the best he can, doing his darndest, but he just wasn't himself. So I think that I think that in itself hurt that play because I think he makes that tackle. It's what third and twenty five. Yeah. Do that, we get the ball back. We we're we're on fire on offense, mm. uh, but until we beat them, we've gotten close several times. Um, I mean, even last time we had the momentum, but until you beat them, I can't pick them to win it. Well, and, and the like, fact that it is at Alabama also. Um, well, and I, but Alabama doesn't exactly have the quarterback situation figured out. I mean, no. everybody hated Bill O'Brien last and year. Honestly, this may be the year to sneak up on them. You you can, but man, their 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 defensive their yeah. defensive personnel is just so good. I mean, it's yeah. just like you know, forever it was Alabama and Clemson. Now it seems like it's Alabama and Georgia. They're just going to be the two the two schools. And man, Alabama they're they're close to. I mean, the wide receivers they have coming in and out of there every year. It's just it is a uh, it is an embarrassment of riches that Nick Saban has found himself in. And for sure. Uh, so, anyway, so yeah, oh. got in Alabama. The you know the the rest of the schedule I think lines up nice. Um, the the trip to Florida scares you because it's at the swamp. But now Florida, man, well, and, and that string of away games at the beginning, yeah, that scares me. Um, to be honest with you, I got us losing. Um, I got us losing three of those. No, sorry. Yeah. No, 
I got us losing two of those. Yeah. I, got us I, I think we could lose more. Yes, and then I've got us winning that. I think we could lose more if we don't watch out on that. Well, it's look, you could look, I mean, BYU's not a walkover. I think everybody's got that as a win. Yeah. But I mean, that that's a game you don't show up for, you can lose. If you, yeah. you show up overlooking them, you can lose to BYU. I mean, and then the SEC is, I mean, there's not a bad SEC team on the schedule. Um, I mean, people point to Missouri, and I know Basil was talking about like that gummit just can't believe we've never won there. I went to the Missouri game last year. It is not I, I would not call that environment daunting yeah. at all. I mean, it, it's, it's a nice environment, but it's not like it's not like, oh my God, I'm scared for my yeah. safety. Yeah. Um, but 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 who knows? But that's no that, Death Valley. Yeah, it's no, it's definitely it's not LSU. I don't think it's the Grove. It's not, you know, it's it's definitely not Fayetteville. So, but yeah, but excited for West Carolina now. I don't know. Did you talk to Baz much about? Do you think this is the last Little Rock game? No, we didn't talk about that. Um, like I said, we didn't. We ended up going like thirty-eight minutes, and he only had thirty. <laughs> so, yeah, I was trying to get him out pretty quick. Um, well, I was going. Yeah, I was going to get on to you before that because I know you can get long-winded sometime and not mean to. Yeah, well, I'm not, I sure, if, I'm not sure if you know that. I know that. I know that very well. And um, I, I don't feel like I did. Um, just going through that schedule, man. I mean, you know, me, you, and Big O went for yeah, a whole hour, went through it. Yeah, we did. And um, so, no, we didn't talk about that, but there's that's a possibility. It's definitely a possibility that it's the last. I don't, I don't think it'll be the last. I think what it's going to come down to is they'll strategically put games there. Uh, it'll be games like this one, I think. That, that's what you're going to see there going forward. I think the miracle on Markham's over. You're not going to see a school like LSU come into Little Rock. You're going to see your Western Carolina opening games. You'll start and, Well, in any in-state schools we happen to play. I think if we, you know, in the future, if we play UAPB again, if we play – you know, Arkansas State, UCA was to come on the schedule. They'll put that in Little Rock. Yeah. That's what I think. Um, I think if anything, I mean they're they're literally busting the players down for this game. And then gonna and the whole reason they moved the time up was to get everybody home early. It wasn't because of the weather. I mean Moving it up like they did just put the fourth quarter in the hottest part of the day. Yeah, is what it did, and that's and that's when that's when your players are more susceptible to injuries. So you you're when they're putting out the most effort, they put out the most effort for the longest time. You're putting them in the biggest heat of the day. You're actually making it worse for them if you're not doing it just to, you know, get everybody home early. So. Anyway, so Western Carolina, what do what do you think about this game? What do you want to like this time next week? What do you want to have seen when it's all said and done from this team, this game? What what do you think the goals should be? I want to see a killer instinct. I, mm -hmm. I want to see them 
put their foot on their neck early. And I want to see them end it. Yep. I, that's what I want to see. I want to see I, – I don't want to see KJ in the second half. I don't know if I want to see KJ in the second quarter, um, which that may be a little bit unrealistic. Um, Very well. The, well, the other thing is that I'm, I'm looking to see is there's there's opportunity that's been presented. Um, there's there's injuries on the offensive line. Um, I think I saw Latham may not play, and that um, like uh, Manuel Devin Manuel, I think a lot of people had penciled in starting at left tackle. They they he he's he's been hurt, and they're saying he probably won't play. Yeah. Have you heard the same thing? Mm-hmm. That Latham's probably going to play. Yeah. But, I mean, for anything, he'll probably play a series or two just to keep a starting streak alive. And then, you know, but you want to, but, but now you got Andrew Chambly, who he's got a, there's an opportunity right in front of him now. And mm-hmm. they clowned off him because a guy that, you know, from the, from the vibe you get from the coaches, thinks is a little bit more talented than you. But now you get the job. You get to strap it right out there first, watching KJ Jefferson's blind side. Can you take the job? Yeah. Can you take the job? I mean, it's listed as Manuel or Chambly, and it's probably going to be Chambly. So now can can you take the job? Yeah. That that's what we'll see. And then th- th- it opens up. Uh I think they had Josh Street listed as se- second behind. Latham, I, I doubt that Josh Street would be the first one in yeah. if he's down. I think, you know, that's probably be Tyrese Crawford yeah. or maybe Marion Harris. I mean, I think I, I just don't see Street. I think they, they've always had that sixth guy that's that's the sixth guy no matter where they are. Yeah. I think that's Crawford. Yeah. I just think the difference is, you know, with Chamley and Manuel. Um, well, what I want to see, I want to go back to your killer instinct idea. Yeah. I want to see us play one of these teams like we're supposed to play one of these teams. I want to see us go out, get up, you know, 30-something in the first half, you know, nice 38-point first half, something like that. Um, Come back out in the second half. Let your starters play one drive and then start putting in the subs. That's the way these games should be played. That's the way these games should be played all year. Not just this game. Uh, That's the way, honestly, Kent State should be played. That's the way FIU should be played toward the end of the year. Yeah. Okay. That's, I want to see that in those games. I want to see us to the level where we're not – we don't have any more Missouri States. Where we're not out there playing for our life against weaker teams. Because we're, we're better than these guys. Okay, we're, we're better. They've, they've got some – they're going to pass. they got some good players that are a little too short or a little lighter than to be D1 players. And, you know, their coach talked about that. I listened to some of his press conferences. He's got some good players. He's got a running back that's five seven. That's really good. They got they got a big offensive line. Their coach thinks they have three offensive linemen that's going to play in the NFL. Um, they got some big, tall, strong guys. Okay, on the offensive line, I, that shouldn't matter. 
they they still should not be able to block um, our defensive line. We still get to the quarterback on them. Our defensive back should still be able to guard their receivers. <clears throat> I want to see us play like we should play is what yeah. I want to see. Not, not, well, at least they got some things to work on. Because it seems like that's all we've been doing the last few years. We haven't gone into one of these games and played it. Have we? Have we played one of these games like we should? I mean, like where we just went and beat them. And like I said, you know, you know, give KJ the first drive of the second half, and that's it. I mean, I don't think we have. Yeah. I think I think we're, we're we've played down to teams like this, and I want to see us go out there and play this team like Alabama plays teams like this, like Georgia plays teams like this, because this is half of Georgia's schedule this year is teams like this. Yeah. That's what I want to see. Um, there's some individual things I want to see. You know, I want to see the D-line living up to the height. I want to see the D-backs showing some life. I want us to start off without, you know, where we're not 131 in the nation. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I want to sit at the end of this game. You know, the opening game tells you something. Like, like, like Sam Pittman's first game when we played Georgia. And you can tell at the end of that first half, like this team's not – it's not Chad Morse's Arkansas anymore. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, at the end of that game. And then you, you could tell like at the end of the – you could tell at the end of the Rice game, you know, KJ, year, year before last, um, you could tell like, okay, this team's going to have some resiliency. And then then last year's uh, Cincinnati game, you're like, whoa, this secondary is not very good without Catalan. So okay. I think – you're you're gonna learn where this team is. You know, I know you're playing the FCS team, but you're gonna know what type of team we have. Yeah, you're, you're in, and they're gonna have tape against somebody other than their own players. It's a real game. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be intense. Um, I, I want to see that I'm killer instinct. I, that that is still just hundred percent what I want to see. And I'm like you. I want to see us do to one of these teams. This team don't belong on the field with you, and you need to show it. You need to show it early. And it seems like the players have got that message yeah uh, you're gonna know if, if they're up 30 something at halftime you're gonna know kj's the leader that he says he is because his team's listened to him and and got that got the message so uh did you hear who the captains were voted i did jeff coat uh jackson so he went with six this year because he goes some of them were just so close that he's like who yeah. am i to say five and i'll go with six and then um no, I think it's a. I think it's a good. I think it's a good mix. Um, I think uh, Cam Little. You know, you you see him a lot with like you know on Instagram and stuff, being like the guy with a lot of teammates around him, stuff like that. So I think he probably a good choice. I think so. I think it's a good choice. Um, I think it's interesting seeing a transfer like Jeff Cope. Yeah, already being the guy, one of the guys. Um, I think it's a good group. I'm excited about it, and 
All right. Well, Clamp, listen, man, let's wrap it up. Well, it sounds like you did most of the hard work yesterday. I apologize to Baz about being in Utah, but it was it was a gorgeous trip, but it still was uh When's the jujitsu tournament? Yeah, I got just I don't compete till Friday. Um okay. a good friend Aaron who's sitting up, he's being quiet on the other side of the house. Mm. He's uh he's competing tomorrow, so wish him luck. Cool. And uh other than that. Just have fun and go to Vegas and then road trip back. Well, cool, man. Um, yeah, y'all have uh, y'all have a blast. Um, folks, like and share this. Um, we want to, you know, say a big thank you to Baz for coming on here and and being a part of this. And um, you know, he he didn't have to do that. He didn't have to no, make time well, for us. Baz was one of the guys. He was born in Florida, but he's in Arkansas. Oh, he's one of the best Arkansans. Yeah, hundred. He's we he's, got, he's, man. He's yeah. He could be president of Arkansas right now. Listen, if the aliens landed Arkansas. Said, "Take me to your leader." I wouldn't go to Sarah Huckabee Sanders. No, I would go to the Baz. <clears throat> Take. <clears throat> Look at this beautiful man. There. That's right. Baz. Like if we if we seriously if aliens came down and said. We need one person to represent your state. I'm sending Bass. Yeah, I mean, it'd be between him and John Daly, but for different reasons. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Entertainment value. That's right. Yeah. That's right. It's a good call. Good call. And I think I think Bass would agree with you on that. Yeah, I mean, it's completely different reasons why I send one over the other, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Clint, man, have a blast in Vegas. Hey, baby, let's go to Vegas. Anyway, uh, have a blast out there. Hope your fight goes well, uh, your competition goes well, whatever you call it. I don't know. I just let it match. Pajama wrestling. Pajama wrestling. Hope it goes well and uh, kick some tail, whatever, whatever you're supposed to do. And, uh, folks, like, share, comment. Subscribe, post this bad boy on your Insta, Insta X feeds. Uh, all over the interwebs. Interwebs. Later. Hey, later, y'all. Bye, everybody. Peace out. Sweat. One. Filthy. Dirt. Harvest. Hurt. Kingdom come. When I work, my hands get filthy down in this dirt Won't see no harvest till I hurt Cry in your kingdom come Listen I wake up in the morning I bow my head to pray Mama told me if I don't Ain't nothing gonna change These prayers breaking up hard drive So I can sow the seed In a friend and all and pain, Lord knows I gotta follow his lead, that's why I sweat when I work, my hands get filthy down in this dirt, won't see no more, till I hurt, cry in your kingdom come.